0: Welcome to Truthzilla. Uh, I got I'm Ed here sitting with uh, my boy Scott. What's up? Sorry, you guys. Megan couldn't make it one more time. Hopefully, we'll get her back soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan, but,
1: come back soon. Please,
0: please Megan. Yes. But anyways, we have another wonderful female sitting here with us today, yes. the deplorable Janet. So maybe uh, from the Deplorable Nation podcast. Yes. Yes,
1: awesome. you guys got to go check it out, dude. So anyway, uh, Janet, welcome.
2: Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here with you guys. <laughs> oh, it's it's all well, it's all ours. ours
1: for sure. Um, so, my understanding is that like, so I want to definitely hear like your origin story, like hey, what what got you into the mix, like spitting and truth and all that stuff. But uh, even I
0: want to know where the name came from okay, too. Okay, well,
1: we'll get into that. Yeah, totally. So, so Janet, <laughs> give us give us a little background. Give us a little background about yourself, how the show got started, where the name Deplorable comes from, and then uh, we'll get into some of your maybe professional background too. That.
2: okay so a little bit about me i live in tennessee i'm a retired nurse mm. and also i taught medical school so um have that under my belt i have been in the medical community my entire life started out um in the switchboard and then went to a billing and appeals and i did coding so i'm on i've had both sides in the mix there Mm. Um, and it started because a good friend of mine was already on a podcast and that was, you know, no mercy with Tommy G oh, cool. and he was like, Bob said, you have got to come on this show because I want you to talk about, you know, the thing. Mm. <clears throat> and I was like, ah, no one's going to want to listen to me. I talk too much anyway. And so he finally talked to me about it and talked to me into it. So I was on the show for a while, um, did like five different appearances on there and whatnot. And then I just decided to start my own. And the name is because my husband and I were floating around in the pool one day trying to think of names. And he was like, well, look at all the names that they call you on Twitter all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so my very first account on Twitter was really large. It had a lot of followers. And so anytime somebody would call me something shitty, I would add it to my name. And so it was like Deplorable Janet Colt 45, Hillbilly Redneck Rube, blah, blah, blah. It was this really <laughs> long thing. And so I just thought, well, you know what? I will just keep the deplorable part because I wear that as a badge of honor. Um, if Own you it. Don't get called names or you don't get persecuted, you're not doing something right. So 100%, 100%
1: yeah.
2: take a dump on my front lawn. I don't care. It doesn't bother <laughs> me. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, when we're agitating the right people, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like pushing the right buttons for sure. Yep.
0: What's up, everybody? We just wanted to take a minute and tell you how you can come follow and support the show.
1: Yep. You can head over to truthzilla.org for links to everything Truthzilla. At the top of the page, you're going to see a support the show tab for various different ways to help keep us afloat, bringing you great content.
0: Also, while you're at truthzilla.org, make sure you check out the shirt shop. We have some of the best t shirts and sweatshirts in the business. Or you can head over to truthzilla.org forward slash shirts.
1: Yeah, you guys go to Patreon. .com/trujillo sign up for Patreon and you'll get a note from the crew and a copy of Frankenstein's guys. Make sure you're following us on
0: your favorite podcast player, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast to listen to on the go. Also, make sure you give us a five star rating and share the show with your friends. It's a great way to support the
1: show for free. Also, we do a weekly premium show called The Clown Town Update over at rockfin.com forward slash truthzilla, where we just dissect all the crazy news of the week. You know, head over to Rockfin, it's a great website, free speech advocates, and it's where you can get the full truthzilla experience.
0: We also want to shout out our partners over at Truth TRS who offer a heavy metal detox spray which flushes out. All of the heavy metals and environmental toxins that have accumulated in your body out of your body. So visit TruthTRS.com to learn more and start your heavy metal detox journey today.
1: And also, you guys, just real quick, follow Cody's Crystals on Instagram. Cody! At C-O-D-Y-S underscore crystals for the best crystals and gems. And check out Modern Retro Radio at ModernRetroRadio.com. Audis! Audis! And
2: thank you guys. Back to the show.
1: So wh- when did you start then? Was this at pro- post-COVID?
2: Uh, let's see. I did no mercy in, I think it was 2019. Okay, okay. Um, and then I was on there, like I said, about five times, and then I decided to start my own. So, um, it's been a year and a half now. Yeah, on my awesome. own show. So, yeah,
1: good. So it's about do, same as ours. Yeah, same yeah. as us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started back in June yeah. of 2020, and yeah. I've just been reporting on the whole COVID situation. Like, man.
0: Yeah. Most, most of what we've talked about has been COVID. I mean, that's just what, Well, that's what got us. It's what's right in front of you. That's what we're fighting,
1: right? That's what got uh, us in the arena. It it sounds like, you know, your story is
0: probably similar to ours that, you know, I mean, this, this fight started long before. And so when when this shit happened, it just, to to those of us with eyes to see, we saw it, it stick out like a sore thumb. Like, this is not what this is about. Mm -hmm. This shit is not real. This shit is about a vaccine. And then you start linking it to the, you know, the, the digital ID and everything now. But, uh, you know, we've been calling this shit for basically a year and a half and just Mm -hmm. had to get our voices out there. Right.
2: Yeah. And you know, that's the, that's the great thing about this community is to me, it's never competition. If somebody wants to start one, I have helped. I don't know how many people now actually start a show and find their voice, which is fantastic Mm -hmm. because to me, the more the merrier and you're not a conspiracy theorist. In my view, you're a teacher, you're an educator yes. and the right kind of educator. You're not a, you know, <laughs> an indoctrinated, yes. twisted educator. Yes. Yeah.
0: So. Well, and, and the goal, I mean, the goal, I think that we all share the same goal is to just help people.
2: Mm-hmm. We just, right. we
0: want to help the world. We want to see the right. world go in the right direction. We want to see, right. see these psychopaths, like we want to, we want to flip people into to realizing who these fuckers are mm-hmm. and, and the direction they're taking us. And, mm-hmm. and we want to go to the, to the direction of just love. That's what mm-hmm. really what we want. We just want to love everyone.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. And I that is so, it's so true, especially in the podcast community, because everybody's so close knit and, you know, I've met some of the best people I've ever met in my life and know that there are people out there in the community that if I need something, they'd be there in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, so. it, it absolutely is true. You know, uh, i mm-hmm. met some of the best people ever, you know, I had to shut off a lot of friends and acquaintances and people who I was right. close with and people who I thought, You know, I was close to, but, but, you know, yeah, now all my friends out there in podcast land are are, are the real ones that are hanging in there, you know,
2: I mean, that's real family.
1: Yep. Totally. Absolutely.
0: Sometimes I feel like a broken record, but it's like, you know, like as the world's been going through this, what seems to be a horrific thing, like we've all been living our best lives. Like We've Mm -hmm. all found like great purpose and connected and identified with each other. And just, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's just been what a wonderful journey. Mm -hmm. So glad to be on it.
2: I want to tell you guys, um, your New Year's uh, show that you did with your uh, <laughs> predictions for the new year.
1: <laughs> you like that? <laughs> it was
2: so funny. I was I I had to go outside because I was laughing so loud. I'm like I'm gonna literally wake everybody in the house up because that was. That was awesome. Awesome. I'm well,
1: glad you liked that. Thank so you. Thank I'm you. waiting for Cardi B to destroy the CIA with the trans agenda. I can't mm-hmm. wait. That's just probably about summertime, I imagine. Yeah. Well, I,
0: <laughs> that was, that was fun. I give credit to Scott on that one. Damn. You pulled that shit together, man. <laughs> we just didn't want to do like the same prediction show that everyone else is doing. You know? Yeah. Right. And at this point, it's like, you know, I mean it- – we can try to quantify it more, but like those of us th- that are watch- watching our shows and listening, like we know what's going on. It's mm-hmm. probably going to get mm-hmm. worse before it gets better.
1: Yeah, but right. we're
0: going to win in the end, right? Yep. Like yep. that's yeah. that's the
1: story. But yeah, <clears throat> so uh, man, so this, today we're recording this on January fifth. Um and so uh we all know that tomorrow is the the big epic day. Last year, so uh, for those that are listening in the future, this is January fifth, twenty twenty two, and we're at the one year mark of the big January sixth. The flag. insurrection. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I so, was
2: part of that. You yes. were okay. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Lock, lock it in.
1: <laughs> we were gonna do a um. We're gonna do like a live stream tomorrow night to like kind of commemorate it. But uh, I was sending out the uh, a flyer that kind of got shut down for some of the people. Who were like, ah, eh, maybe we shouldn't like put it out like that. But I, I wrote like Truzilla virtual insurrection January 6th. So I was like, I was, I was trying to advertise as a virtual insurrection, but like, I was people like, well, let's just kind of tone it down a little bit. There's like actual FBI investigations going on with some of the people that are going to be here in the show. So let's just tone it down just a little bit. But anyway, so, uh, here we are sitting on the eve of, of the one year anniversary. And like, you think they're going to pull anything? So by the time, well, in other words, what I'm saying is like, by the time people hear this, I'm probably gonna get this out on Friday, maybe. So it'll, it'll have passed. You guys think? Are we in a different world now. Now that this episode's out,
0: no, I, I mean, it's. I think it's just they're going to do exactly what they've been doing ever since. Is they're going to make a show to 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 uh, point out that day what happened. And I mean, mm-hmm. really, I mean, it's you know, Whitney Webb made the point, and I I've always thought like you know what happened at nine eleven was all leading to this. We were the the terrorists that they wanted mm-hmm. to really oh, like, yeah. put this right. all on, and that right. that event has been used to make us the domestic terrorists. Yep. Right? right, and so they are just going to double down on that like they've been doing for a year now. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they're going to make a showing of it and how terrible the next Pearl Harbor, or whatever, and the next nine eleven, whatever you want to call it. Right? That's uh-huh. a, they're making it this huge show of it to 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 turn on us
3: mm-hmm.
0: and to also right. lump us into this category.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The deplorables. Right? Yeah. Oh, That's right. what? <laughs> Damn,
2: I guess I'll crazy. put terrorist on my profile now too. No.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, totally. Dude, yeah, we're, 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 terrorists. Okay. So here's a, here's an interesting thing. So I was kind of leading to a certain thought that I had earlier. So I found yesterday in our uh, Union of the Unwanted little group chat thing, someone posted, um, that FEMA on their website, FEMA.gov had posted a, uh, exercise that they were doing on January 6th. And it was a, God. it was a, uh, nuclear <laughs> detonation response seminar and oh, they, were, huh. they were holding on January 6th, right? Of course, of course. Now, I just went to the web page 404, page not found. So they took the website down. Now, <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know what that's all about, but. Um, I mean, yeah.
2: Well, let's just put it out there right now and say that if there is a bombing of the Capitol mm-hmm. or anything like that, uh, that was all FEMA. That was our yeah. government working for us totally. with our tax dollars.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think it's fair to say if anything happens tomorrow or any time this year, going it's into an election, year, going into an election year, if there's any sort of violence or or offensive violence or provocateur violence, it ain't us, dude. Like there's, I've never I'm, has I'm, been. I, the whole freedom movement, dude. Like nobody's like trying to get violent. No one's trying to stir some shit, dude. Like we're just trying to like, in fact, like the very principles of a lot of this stuff, you know, that I'm starting to learn about, about like, like libertarian philosophy. It comes down to the fact that you cannot, like the ends don't justify the means. Like we cannot, use, like we live on the non-aggression principle, yes. which means that we yes. don't initiate offensive violence. And even the ends don't mm-hmm. justify the means, even if it means Going all the way out to like taking down the government so that it installs like our form of government. Like you don't do any of that. Like we can't. Like it's just you can't do it. So I would tell you, like maybe that's just speaking to anybody that maybe of the libertarian philosophy, like like all those folks. I think they get lumped into the domestic terrorist category, but it's like you know what they they operate under this 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 very deep principle that that. No initiatory offensive violence, you know, the complete mm-hmm. opposite, like challenging it with new ideas, building new systems, building counter economies, showing that this way is better. And as it grows, it pushes the state and the, and them out. And so it becomes more, they become like more and more irrelevant. Like nobody's doing any violence. Nobody's going to bomb anything. No one's going to be doing any shooting. So. Rest assured, if it, if it is happening, it ain't us, dude. It's always
0: been we we make their system irrelevant by
1: making a better system. Right? Yep, like that, and then that's where the focus should be, man. Hundred percent.
2: Well, I was gonna say there's gonna be people causing violence, <clears throat> but those are the people that the government is paying to do so. Yeah,
0: the provocateurs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I yeah. think I think we look at January 6th. There's all kinds of uh, red flags around it that this was an FBI uh, mm-hmm. led led mm-hmm. led event. So, uh, yeah. yeah you know I, I
1: i mean i truly believe that so totally yeah it's just kind yeah. of funny that they took that website down oh, okay I'm like, i don't even know i i, I- <laughs>
0: Is it funny, though? I mean, Does it, is, it really surprise well, no, but, you? But listen, yeah, no. <laughs> once once, once people find out what, like, they, they need to show you what they're doing, but then once you've seen it, you know, they don't want everybody. I know, you know?
1: But, but, okay, so I'm going to give you guys a little inside baseball, and I guess, well, not so much inside, because everybody's listening. So, like, last night I saw that, I saw that, and I, like, emailed Rob Dew. I'm like, hey, Rob, look at this shit, dude, like, FEMA. <laughs> like <laughs> nuclear exercise. And then this morning I saw that they had like a big article at front page infowars.com about that. fucking. Oh, so shit. I'm not going to necessarily take credit for the fact that that yeah. slid across their news desk, mm-hmm. even though I did email it to them last night. But then, so infowars reported at front page infowars.com. And now, <laughs> it's gone off the FEMA website. So that means... Of course it is. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
0: no no surprises there. That's why we couldn't... So
1: right before we started recording this episode, there was all this interference. There was all this, like, the camera wouldn't work. My computer wouldn't work. The sound wouldn't work. I had to reboot. Janet was sitting there patiently waiting for us (laughs) to get our act together. And uh, (laughs) we were late to the meeting because of all this. And... Mm, FEMA. FEMA's listening. Homeland Security, baby. Well, What's I don't a,
0: know about FEMA, but, like, oh, yeah. the reality is... is Homeland that, Security that, um, is listening, for sure. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know about FEMA, but I, I, the reality is they are running training exercises quite frequently. There are yeah. a, It just is, <laughs> when they happen on the exact same times yeah. as the event that they're running the training exercises yep. happens, yeah. that's where the the coincidences start to add up. Right. Like, okay, well, um, that's a really odd that they're running, you know, uh trainings uh on nine eleven for mm-hmm. yep. for planes running into buildings, you know?
1: Yep, yep. James Corbett did a great documentary on that. What is that? Nine eleven war games with the Corbett Report. Yep. Um, episode three forty six, uh where it just showcases like, you know, during on the morning of September eleventh <laughs> They're like doing airplane drills. Yeah. Effectively, I believe involving like a hijacked plane. And I don't know, maybe flying into a building. I don't know if that was part of it or not, but like literally, and during and during the actual nine eleven incident, it was all going out over the radio. People are like, people are like, wait a minute, is this real or are we still pretending here? Like, what's going on? And so, and then the Boston bombing too. Allegedly, yeah, totally. yeah. allegedly, right. they were doing the same thing. Where they're just on the intercom, they're saying all right, guys, we're going to do a drill. Nobody be alarmed. This is just a drill. And then, like, the bombs actually go off. So that's just such a standard, typical thing is that, you know, these these exercises go live, basically, you know, in the middle of it. And then I heard that the, 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 what was it, the July 7-Eleven, or what was it, that train incident in the U.K.? Yeah, yeah, the train. Um, We need to get, like, Charlie Robinson or, uh, oh, what's his name, the false flag guy. Uh, I can't remember anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but man, so I don't know. So when you guys are listening to this, hopefully the world's still intact, but, um, if something did happen, it wasn't us. Just look at it. was, it was Joe. It was the Joe Biden crew. Hey, you right now.
2: Don't, don't forget though, that Biden did say that they had nuclear weapons to use against its people. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah. Yep. Of course. Hmm, yep. Chalk that one up as yep. well with the FEMA thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: It's crazy. Crazy. So So, Janet, I want to ask you to kind of, because I mean, I got in this, this fight more from the medical freedom angle too. Um, and Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering like, you know, being a nurse, being in that system for so long, like what, when did you start noticing like that this, like that this system was broken and there's, there's issues with it and, and has it, and when did it, I, I I don't know if it fell off. Like at this point, I feel like the system's so broken, it just needs to fall apart so we can build a new one. It does. Yeah.
2: Um, The reason why I got into nursing in the first place, um, I had a sister that was two years older than me. And she was being treated at um, a famous headache clinic that um, decided that instead of her coming there, they were gonna give her the meds to take home and do herself. And they put her on a new medication Um, Her and I had been out shopping that day because my mom's birthday was in two days and she took this new injectable migraine medication and it exploded her heart and Mm. killed her. And so I got into nursing because of that. And I will say when I first started in the nursing field, I was very um, snowed, you know, um, very... not wise to the ways of things that are really going on. And it took me about a year. I had my daughter and my daughter got vaccine injured. And that is what woke me up. And I started reading the leaflets that the state would send for only provider information. Um, Then I had to be a reporter for the state. When they would have new vaccinations come out, like uh, the varicella vaccine or HPV or something like that. And I'm a very vocal person. And so I would get these things and I would read them and I would tell the doctor that I worked for because it was a teaching hospital. And I told the doctor, I'm like, we are not going to order this. And here's why. And he would always agree with me, always side with me. But Like on the um, on the varicella front, it was required in the state that I was living in at the time. So my daughter got the vaccine. She got chickenpox four times after being vaccinated. Now, you know, when I don't know if you remember when they used to say you only get it once. Mm
3: -hmm. Yep. Mm.
2: That's a lie. And so we started reporting for the state where we would have to report like when patients came in, basically guesstimate like how many spots they had and and stuff like that. And so we started noticing a trend that all of these people were being infected after being vaccinated and being reinfected multiple times. Um, Same thing with the HPV vaccine when that came out Um, and we started you know, I was reporting through the VAERS system on uh, people that were having fertility issues and stuff like that. And then, can we you give started me kind of a seeing, time
0: frame when when this was all happening?
2: Um, that was holy moly. Um, the HPV vaccination uh, was about two months after the vaccine came out that we started noticing all of these incidents and and stuff and a 90 percent uptick in cancer cool. in young patients um cervical cancers uh men with you know or boys with breast cancer and and things of that nature and as far as the varicella vaccination it was almost instantaneously I guess I'm, I was going to ask, in,
0: uh, like, what year were, was this all happening? Because I know, like, the, the medical freedom fight that, like, most people know of really got really kicked into high gear with Vax, which was, what, five years ago or something? So a lot uh, of no, people... Oh,
2: no, this was long before sure, that. Sure, <laughs> sure. And I mean, there was people
0: doing it, but, like, I don't think that the, the scene was as big as it is today, right? And, like, right. I mean, ever since 1986, obviously, you know, there's been issues. in. Uh, but right. back, back before, about five years ago, you know, it wasn't... Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but at that time, I don't think it was, you know, as hard, like everyone was called anti-vaxxers and like, you know, you were just right. spit out of society for like having this viewpoint that like the <laughs> propaganda hadn't reached the fever pitch that it did, you know, at, right. in probably about 2015 or so. Well, it hadn't mm-hmm. quite
1: maybe developed into where it's the incentive based, you know, the pharmaceutical companies are so incentivized to develop vaccines as opposed to like, you know, regular drugs to bring to market, you know, because of all the different challenges and all the different like clinical trials. The incentive been you know? there mm-hmm. since 1986. Okay. But- okay. Yeah, right. It just wasn't maybe just okay, yeah, totally.
2: Yeah. And so this was probably um in the nineties when all of this was going on, and you know, they release them in different stages, and then <clears throat> they have their pre market data um from their trials, wink wink. Uh, and then they also have post market data. And that's on everything. That's not just vaccinations. That's on um, every medication, every drug, um, every piece of medical equipment, all of that stuff. Um, because you know they they tell you it's safe and effective, and here's the, the wonderful in this study. And then once it hits the market and it's been out for a while, then they have the post market analysis. And that's where you find a lot of stuff. And and there's been a lot of drugs that were removed in the post-market analysis because of issues. And Unless a lot there's of no
0: liability to the manufacturers, then they yeah. don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they do do a lot of recalls. Um, and people can actually look those things up. Um, recalls of drugs, recalls of medical devices, all of that stuff that, um The PCR testing swabs, all of that stuff, it's on the FDA's website. So you can go to FDA.gov and type in recalls, and you can actually see as a person in society what all has been recalled. And the big thing uh, last year, right before it was in November, I believe it was, they recalled a massive amount of diabetes drugs. Hmm the uh, one that has been on the market for a very long time because they found it to be very highly carcinogenic. Hmm. Go figure. Weird chalk, <laughs> Yeah, chalk and all. But Tony Ennis Fauci approved out. that one? <laughs> <laughs> well, he has approved a lot of them that have been uh, removed off yeah. the market. I'm and
1: surprised he- they didn't repurpose it and start <clears throat> injecting it in kids' stomachs. I mean, that seems like...
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They do that a lot. Um, Anytime they do have a a market recall like that, they do rebrand and repurpose the same medications. They do that even with allergy meds (laughs) where they'll put it out like it's Zyrtec D or whatever. And then they're like, people are still, I'm I'm so sleepy. I can't take this drug. And so then they'll rebrand it and name it something else and reintroduce it to the market and tell you, that they've taken out the polymer that makes people sleepy, which is not true because Mm -hmm. people still have the same effects. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Crazy. They do it all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's just a dirty game or like Ed said, you know, just ship it to Africa. We'll send it to India. Like all this AstraZeneca, we got all this AstraZeneca sitting around like it's been prohibited in the United States, but you know, we're, we're just so Mm -hmm. good natured. We're just going to give it to India. No big deal. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, and you know, um, as far as getting started in all of this stuff, I have been a very, very vocal person ever since I got into nursing, um, medications and stuff that would come up and, you know, one of them that's especially pushed by uh, none other than Pfizer Mm -hmm. that was for depression. And we put our patients on it. Have you guys seen dope sick?
1: I've been meaning to, I keep hearing it's really good.
2: Okay. Well, I'll explain where I'm going with that in a second, but they, they pushed this medication out into the market, saturated the market. Um, You know, Pfizer was, taking our doctor on hunting trips and stuff, which you're not supposed to do because ooh, that is, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a no, no in yeah, the incentives. industry. Yeah. yeah. Kickbacks kickbacks. There you go. Um, so they were really pushing this hard. We put a lot of patients on it and then all of a sudden everybody is trying to kill their spouse or trying to kill their children or whatever. And the reason why I mentioned dope sick is because this is exactly what has happened repeatedly throughout history, not just in that movie, but it actually happens where uh, the drug manufacturers in bed with the FDA um, because a lot of the drug manufacturers, the people from the FDA that approve this stuff, turn around and go on to work for that drug company. So it's like, You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Here's a real cushion job for you if you approve this. So what they did in that movie, and it's the same thing they did in real life with the medication I'm talking about is 30 milligrams wasn't enough. So let's up them to 60 because they're just having some kind of breakthrough depression Mm -hmm. or, you know, a breakthrough psychosis or whatever. Mm -hmm. So let's up the dose you've already got somebody trying to kill people on 30 and then you up it to 60. So what do you think happens? <laughs> God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but then... that's, that's the way it works. Yeah. And that's the way the government and the drug companies have always worked. And so anytime I would run across something like that, I was very vocal with the patients. I'm like, don't take this. Uh, here is what you need to know about this medication. And I think, there's a breakdown in the system because the doctors don't tell you what all of the side effects are and how it can damage your internal organs. The nurses don't tell you either. One, they don't know, or two, they're too damn lazy. Mm-hmm. And do you think that's the same with the doctors to too? Look,
0: I think that's the oh, same with hundred percent. Yeah. So the yeah. nurses, the nurses probably know better.
2: Yeah, yeah, you can kind of see that yeah. where the
1: nurse is the yeah. one speaking out a lot more, man. Yeah. I don't know. But I hear, yeah. so that kind of, you know, that's the big question on everybody's mind when they're looking at this situation. It's like, you know, the either people are really, really dumb. Well, maybe not necessarily dumb, but just like indoctrinated, man. Just completely, yeah. the wool has been pulled over the eyes. Or right. they're doing it intentionally and deliberately, which is just pure I mean, it's, it's
0: just the John Wayne quote. It's, I mean, it's easier to lie to some, or it's either to lie to someone than, than or see either trick someone yeah or tell them they then tell them they've been tricked totally well yeah yeah, yeah to convince so I, them just, to,
1: they've been tricked to convince them totally tricked. Yeah. totally but it's yeah. either it's either Man, ignorance <laughs> you're good you're good it's either ignorance or evil yeah and so you're saying both do you feel like it's a combination mm-hmm. of both or do you think that people are blinded mm-hmm. by the e I mean what, what are your thoughts being on the inside
2: um as far as the medical community itself they are very under educated um Even with like nutrition, when you go to medical school, you literally get one hour total period of nutrition. Um, Nurses don't get a nutrition class. And it was made that way, of Mm. course, by the Rockefeller family when they took over the medical system in the early 1900s. And so a lot of it is under education. A lot of it is laziness because people don't care to look. Uh, Just like, you know, when I first started there, I had no idea that fares even existed because no one in the office seemed to know about it. And I'm like, found that out on my own because I was always on the computer on government websites and whatever, trying to find information for patients about stuff. And I stumbled across it, and I'm like, "What is this? We should be using this. Why are we not using this?" And they didn't know.
0: I mean, we're still finding that today that the doctors don't know about VARS, mm-hmm. and, and what
2: well, if- and it's it's time consuming. It's very it's very lengthy. It takes a very long time. So if you've got, you know, a nursing staff, which of course you know they've cut like in half now, um, and and you're assigned so many patients, and and so many, you know other tasks, not just patient care, but everything else that goes along with it. It is really hard to be in between patients and being on the computer, trying to fill out a report. That's going to take you like 45 minutes to do. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: yeah, certainly it's, and...
2: uh, it's lazy. It's laziness. Well, I also, I'm sure
1: that it's designed that way very deliberately too. Like you yes. can't, you know, if yeah. it was just quick and easy, then uh we would actually be getting some sort of accurate capturing of of the data and we can't have that
0: absolutely well, i mean it was that there was the harvard medical mm-hmm. study that said there was less than 1% of the actual adverse events were recorded on vares mm-hmm. but the the key thing about that though is they offered advice in a new system where they could capture the data and they just let that go. They yeah. do not want to talk to him anymore.
1: And I think right. you know in the beginning of this, you know, I remember like we were saying all the time, like you were saying, I was like we were saying, like, well, well, this COVID thing might be a little different because there's so many eyes on it. You know what I mean? But sure. I think now that we like now that we're actually seeing it in real time and watching it happen, like I think it's kind of the opposite. Yeah. Like I think it's like literally like being suppressed to the point where you know it's it's like just so deliberate. Like anybody that I've known with a vaccine injury, I've asked people like, did you report it? No. What do you mean? And, like I had. Well, and,
0: and how many reports yeah. do we hear of? People people that just don't even believe it was the vaccine Yes, yeah. the vaccine is the only thing they did differently in their yeah. life yeah. but they've right. been so like they're under the spell mm-hmm. they, they can't attribute it to that Yep. but right. then again everyone around them is just confirming that oh yeah it wasn't
1: the vaccine yeah couldn't met, have been that i met someone over the right. weekend i met someone over the weekend and they were saying how you know very staunchly opposed to it but was forced to by the job ended up doing it and then just now they got blood clots and all kinds of shit, dude. My like, aunt had shingles. Yes, yeah. That's that's
0: all yeah. over the the bear's site for uh, for this mm-hmm. vaccine. She'll never believe that it was from the mm-hmm. vaccine, mm-hmm. right?
2: Mm-hmm. It's because shocking. <clears throat> miraculously, shingles just popped up and appeared out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. What I now what I don't get to it now, like like Bobby Kennedy, he said like. Any of, any of these industries, this is going to happen to where there's, we're going to get that revolving door eventually, right? Where, mm-hmm. where essentially the, uh, the regulating agencies become captive to the industry, right? Like, yes. and, and I don't think people have much of a problem, that, like admitting that that's happening with our food system. People right. understand that. People understand that, like you know, like the the GMO crops, that the, the monocrops everywhere is is mm-hmm. not serving us, right? And and the right and the reason is is because these industries they're they're totally captive. Um, or the the government agencies that are supposed to be governing them are just captive to the age or to the industries they're serving. So and but people can't seem to see it. And they've just been so propagandized. But then again, even within the system, there's all these examples. I mean, there's the opiate crisis you just mm-hmm. talked about. There's Viox. I mean, there's just examples after examples. I mean, all of these big company, uh, companies are serial felons. Mm-hmm. They all mm-hmm. have like huge rap sheets unless you're Moderna right. and you're brand new, mm-hmm. right? And this is your first, first product <laughs> to the market ever. Hey, good right? job, Moderna. You came out swinging. So it's, Bam. It's, 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 um, but it that then it comes just back down to the the mass formation psychosis is really what what's right. happening. Right? I heard
1: that's not a thing. Right. I heard that's completely that's a right wing conspiracy theory. <laughs> well, well, where'd you hear that? <laughs> well, I was searching on the Googles. <laughs> oh, no. Google said. Google that. told me. Yeah.
2: I, I... Was was that a disclaimer they slapped on something on Instagram?
1: <laughs> something. I mean, you know, obviously the, the Dr. Malone thing. Oh, you know, I did see. So now this is hilarious. Like I saw a fact check. God, whose profile was it on Instagram? Of course. Yeah, I'm still scrolling Instagram, folks. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, uh, oh God, I'm trying to think whose it was. But anyway, it was, a, it was just a meme. It was like Big Bird, right? You have Big Bird on one side, and then you have Dr. Robert Malone on the other side. And on the Big Bird, it said, trusted health expert. And then <laughs> under Robert Malone, it said, like, crazy anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist, right? Okay. And then there was a fact check on it. And I'm like, oh, God, what is this? So you click on it, and it said, partly false. He is not the inventor of mRNA. And it's like... <laughs> well, he kind of invented the process that kind of helped to develop the mRNA technology. Okay, all right. But, you know what I mean? It's just like... It's just...
2: Some of their fact-checking here lately has mm-hmm. been extremely humorous. And I was like... Yeah. I always I always click on that just to see what the fact-check says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because totally. Because, like, the other day, I was looking at somebody's, and I was like, oh, what is this disclaimer? And it said something about... Um, like a oh my gosh now I can't remember what it was I'm having a brain fart brain poop old
1: people
2: <laughs> um, yeah I don't remember Never that's mind. all
1: right did you know that uh, technically legally now it's been determined that these fact checks are just protected opinion did you hear about that <laughs> yeah I heard about that yeah that's yeah that's great I didn't that's uh, that's a new one um, I do
0: want to just before we move on uh, Dr Robert Malone I do want to point out like I I personally do kind of take issue with you know he's claiming to be the inventor of the mrna like i i don't think that that statement is entirely true Mm -hmm. which makes me kind of question him a little bit Mm. but it doesn't matter the information he's saying is is real and that's what we need to get down to is the information is good information but i i do question you know not everybody in this in this realm is going to be a good person, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and right. not say he's a bad person, but you know, we also have to be aware of that as well, that there are plants in, in our side.
3: Oh yeah.
2: Well, and I was just going to say that. And one of the things that bothers me um, about him is old posts that he had made about how uh, we need to heavily surveil and track people. I have an issue with that. I have mm-hmm. a problem with that because the government is already up in your yeah. business mm-hmm. we all have uh, a with, with that. everything. <laughs> and if you're your uh, uh, and don't get me wrong, but I'm always going to say what I think.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think he was paid to go out and and go on these shows and these media tours and stuff. Reading- opposition reading his old post and stuff like that. And, you know, tiptoeing a lot of these doctors that have come out lately are like tiptoeing around issues because they're still trying to keep their license and whatnot. No, if you are a vocal critic and an actual patient advocate, which is what you took an oath to be, then it should not matter to you that you're going to go in front of the board for speaking your mind. Because if you have truth and facts to back it up, um, you have research and data to back it up, that should not even bother you one bit. So if you're like, I'm going on all these media shows, but I'm only going to go so far and then I'm going to skirt around stuff so I don't get in trouble. That's a red flag for me. Yeah.
0: Integrity doesn't give a shit. Certainly. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And um at the same time, he is another one of the, and referencing the tiptoeing you do is just like mm-hmm. a lot of these doctors will um start off with, you know, I'm not an anti vaxxer, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And and, and Gotta put like,
2: that disclaimer in there.
0: It, it, yeah, why? I, I just, I just feel like if you've done your research, like I'll own that shit. I'm an anti-vaxer. I am an anti vaxer i
2: am an anti vaxxer yes. too, and it is just because of the years and years and years of research that I've done. Yeah. yeah. Now, something else that people can look up, and these are just added ingredients to the vaccinations. It's not an entire list of ingredients sure. because you can't get that unless you look at every package insert. But if you go to the cdc.gov and do the advanced search, type in vaccine excipient summary, you will see all of the added ingredients. There's bleaches, there's detergents, um, there's heavy metals, there's antibiotics. What the hell do you need to give a shot that has an antibiotic in it for? Wink, wink, it's so it won't break down. Hmm. That's their explanation. Um, You have polysorbate 80, which is in that. If you look at the MSDS sheet, which is a material data safety sheet um, on that particular thing, it will actually tell you it's only been tested in animals, not in humans, but it is known to be highly carcinogenic and mutagenic, which means that it mutates your DNA. So not only is that in a shit ton of vaccinations, but it's also in shampoo, soap, um, laundry detergent, and literally tons of other shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and the, I mean, you can get into just any one of these ingredients and just really go down a rabbit hole. I mean, I know, mm-hmm. I know uh, the aluminum. Like, there's just right. so much information right. that's uh, terrible, and that's yep. causing so much of the autoimmune problems mm-hmm. we're seeing in our children these days, you know, that that's, mm-hmm. I mean, and, but people don't understand just like the simple concept of like, like we're putting the the aluminum is very toxic, but it must be in this vaccine because you, you're making mm-hmm. your body have this reaction. So when your body has an autoimmune reaction, like mm-hmm. this is like the most likely cause, like it's just, it's mm-hmm. just right there for you. Like you cause right. this reaction. I always use the example too, like, I mean, what if they had, uh, you know, peanuts that day, right? Mm -hmm. Because how many kids are we seeing allergic to peanut butter? Do we really used to have all these kids allergic to peanut butter? And that's just one thing, you know, but, Mm -hmm. and, and I I don't know for sure that that's the exact link. Don't quote me, but like it, it, that's the most, that's the easiest explanation Mm -hmm. makes the most sense. So, um,
2: well, and it's funny, I had this discussion the other day with somebody, um, about allergy injections you know, and, and you go for allergy testing and they literally do like your entire back and it looks like a grid on your back. And they check to see if you're allergic to cockroaches or certain weeds or, you know, whatever the case may be. And then they make a mixture of the shit that you're allergic to you to, And then they give it to you. So you can build up immunity to the shit you're allergic to. So you're being injected with, cockroaches or you know black walnut trees or whatever it is and every time people get them that are new they get like these massive reactions where if you would just like breathe that in or get exposed to that on a regular basis your body already builds up that tolerance you don't need allergy injections it's stupid and pointless. and i
0: think it comes down to the the very simple <laughs> principle i think that that all of us kind of get to that mm-hmm. as we look at all these things is just that um how god made us works the best right it's just like our bodies and I, I mean again it's like it's, it's for like the, the the measles is like the example like that's easy to use like people got measles and got over it and that helped your body fight cancer later in life right mm-hmm. so right. so when we try to control everything We tend to fuck it up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're really good at doing things like that. And here's a little ditty for you, since you mentioned cancer. Um, When they brought all of the Nazi scientists over here, uh, they had a pair that they brought over and put in Yale. Um, They developed the first chemotherapy, which was... Mustard nitrogen, a.k.a. mustard gas, mm. was our first chemotherapy. Now, this is something that was outlawed in the Geneva Con- Convention. Um, they're like, that's too, you know, it's too toxic for humans. We're not going to do this, blah, blah, blah. Bring these scientists over. And then the government pays them and partners with them and brings them in to do research using mustard gas for chemotherapy. Cause that's a brilliant idea. Mm. Something that's neurotoxic. That's that's fantastic to use to kill cancer cells. When you have other countries now that have found that using peroxide and injecting peroxide, um, in small amounts into tumor cells, it, it shrinks things. Or we have a doctor in Texas, um, Dr. Brzezinski that found out how to cure cancer without drugs or anything. It's from um, natural things that you have in your in your body. And he's been successfully treating that, you know, since the 1960s or 70s. And the government has literally sued him and stolen his research and tried to put him in prison like 17 times now.
0: I mean, it just doesn't surprise me one bit. We just last week, we had a woman on that was uh, talking about uh, cryoablation, which just basically uh, freezing mm-hmm. tumors. And, um, mm-hmm. and just, you know, it's uh, a much simpler, easier, you know, outpatient process that can be done right. for, uh, you know, a, a fraction of the cost of, right. you know, go and you, you can't get insurance mm-hmm. to cover it. And you can't, you can't, uh, no doctor wants to touch it.
2: That's because they don't make enough money off of it because the way the the racket with the hospitals works is they get you to come in for the procedure and then you also pay for the anesthesiologist, Uh, you pay for the surgery suite that you're in, you pay for a radiologist, you pay for this, that and the other and the supplies and the hospital bill on top of everything. So if they just do cryotherapy, which is the freezing, it, they don't make enough money because it's usually using liquid nitrogen yep. to, to take care of something, which would be a, a much cheaper thing to do. Yes. Yes. They wouldn't make the billions off of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It uh, yeah. comes back to money yeah, yeah. so often.
2: <laughs> it's a racket. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I think, I
1: don't think we're going to get out of this without just revamping the whole system top to bottom, Mm -hmm. whether it's the medical industry, the justice system, like all of it, man.
0: Well, I think it's, you know, I, again, this comes down to like the, the wonderful thing that's happening right now is people are leaving that system. They're, they're Mm -hmm. forming uh, private membership associations. They're, they're, they're doing things outside of the system. And I I really feel like we're going to build the better system. That one's going to fail. And Mm -hmm. here's this working system that's actually helping people. Yeah. I
2: agree because yeah. look at how many healthcare workers are available now to go work in an outside system yeah. um, that's not you know paid for by the Rockefeller family or the federal government um, or <clears throat> Dr. Fauci. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's plenty of workers, and and every business right now is struggling uh, because they can't get enough people to do their jobs and that's food services and and literally everything and so if people did that and just started their own little communities with stuff it could be a hell of a lot better yeah, I totally I totally go back to work for that yeah
1: yeah that's awesome so well,
0: I always use the example like uh, you know they uh, re- they were forcing the vaxes on on the teachers where I live here and mm-hmm. um, so that some of the teachers left. And, uh, my daughter just, just went, started kindergarten and we didn't want to put her in a school with a mask anyways. So, right. um, so th- some of these teachers got together and went to one of the local churches and started classrooms. Right. So So my daughter has a school where she doesn't, she's not indoctrinated and she right. doesn't have to wear a mask.
2: Right. That's and I think that's fantastic. And speaking of churches, um, mm-hmm. I don't know where you guys stand on the whole religion, front, But I will say with all these churches that are pushing the vaccinations and pushing the mask, um, obviously you're a quote false prophet because if you actually had true and honest to God belief in the savior, you would not be pushing the things on earth because if you believe in God, uh, God decides when it's your time to go. Yeah. 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 So I mean, all these churches that are into that
0: and they, yeah. I was thinking, uh, mm. we've, we've had Kevin Jenkins on a couple mm-hmm. of times and he's, he's always says like, he, I mean, he's specifically talking to the, to the black ones, I think, but he's, he's like, they're just modern day slave catchers. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what they Both. are.
3: Yep.
1: Right. Right. So, Anybody that sells their own yeah. people out for a profit or yeah. for just mm-hmm. false ideology, yep. man, like they're just um, the possessed. Like they've been captured by the dark side. You know. Yeah. There's right. no hope for them, really. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, you know, I I do think. I mean, unfortunately, there's a lot of destruction happening but yeah. i i i mean i have faith in humanity yeah, I, I i, I, I welcome anyone who wants to 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 come over to the good side always like uh, i meant we- i
1: meant like the ones at the top like, there's no hope for them dude. yeah it's, you know uh, it, but I, I don't know we'll yeah. shave their heads and i mean maybe not
0: anthony like, fauci and like yeah. some of these guys but you know like
2: uh yeah. mr you know- science I'm the science. I'm <laughs> the science.
0: But the, you know, the the doctor that's that's know he's doing it yeah, for a yeah. profit. That wants to leave. I I, I welcome any of them. Man. Well,
1: I mean, you know, those those are probably going to be the some of the people that help us get out of it. You know, you, yeah. the whistleblowers and the people that uh were heavily indoctrinated that are waking up. You know, like the Jimmy Doors and yeah, all these yeah. folks that are like that were uh, completely bought in, and then they're just like seeing the writing on the wall, or that the emperor doesn't have any clothes on, and they're like, wait a minute. I've been lied to this whole time. Oh, my God. And, and the more unfortunately, that... Unfortunately, it's the same
0: exact story, though. It's like, I mean, like, you have the same story as me. Like, I have a vaccine-injured child, and I had to learn mm-hmm. the, the hard way. Yes. So, so right. a lot of people, they didn't have that experience. Now they're learning the hard
1: way. Does That's oh, right? a good question. Does, do you ever see it go the opposite direction? Like, any listeners out there, do you know anybody <laughs> who is like... Full blown, dove deep into the research, and you learned all about the vaccine Childhood Safety Act in 1986. How oh, they're unavoidably unsafe, and you just you go down the rabbit hole, and you learn about 9/11, and then you know all this stuff, and then you come to the really wake up one morning, and you're like, "Wait a minute! I need to go get a vaccine. I'm in perilous danger." Like, "Oh my god!" Do you ever see that? Does it ever go the opposite <laughs> way? Do people wake up and take if the blue he, pill?
2: Like, if you vaccine injured and you became retarded. After your uh, vaccination, then yes,
1: maybe. Oh yes, I said retarded. <laughs> okay, that's great.
0: I mean, I I think you're you're getting paid off at yep. that point. That's yep. the only yep. way. I, I always yep. think like I think of yep. the guy in the Matrix that like sells everybody out. That's like eating the steak. Yep. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know this isn't real, but my you
1: know. Okay. Like, yep. So like, so anybody that's... You get paid off for it. Yep. So so Jimmy Fallon is either getting paid. Okay. So the Jimmy Fallon's a little they're getting paid or they're retarded from their vaccine injury.
0: I mean, I'm yeah. sure he's he's. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, there's something worse with him. there's something worse. they have like, dirt on him. Yes. Yeah. And, but he's, yes. he's a part of the dirt. He yes. earned the dirt. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he he
1: was, yeah. uh, he, he was in one of those DVDs in Jeffrey Epstein's safe that got lost. Yeah, right. Possibly. <laughs> possibly. I could see that. Yeah. While wow.
2: wearing his red shoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally.
1: Totally. Yeah. So Janet, well, how's it been out in Tennessee for you?
2: Um, we live in the country and okay. the whole time out here, it has been amazing because this is, this is red country. Yeah. Where I'm at. And, you know, if you want to wear one fine, if you don't want to wear one, that's fine too. But like everybody here is uh, very different.
1: Do you know, uh, do you know anything about modern retro radio? No, no. Okay. We gotta get you plugged in with modern retro radio. Okay. (laughs) So our friend Audis Audis is out in Tennessee with you and uh just the greatest guy, he's one of right. us, man, he's just like a huge like supporter of the show, and he's had his own radio station, so we got to get you plugged in with aiz he's a oh, great sweet. we've had him, we've had him on the show too, like he's such a great entertaining person to talk to, so definitely someone we're to put you in touch with, but yeah
2: yeah, I love it out here because' it's so country, like we have turkeys and deer and all that stuff in our yard all the time. I would yeah. never in a million years ever move back to a city
1: okay. Yeah, nope. totally, totally. Nope. I'm yeah. I'm looking at ex- expatriate. I, mean, I keep saying it, dude. I keep going back and forth, man. Uh I don't know. We're we're in Oregon, Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> oh,
3: oh. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's, it's really yeah. Dude, like
1: the last week or so, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, dude, I really can't take much more of this. I really, I got yeah, chased I out of a store again tonight with a, for not wearing a mask. Like Where'd just right before us. I went to Best Buy to see if I could go get some like actual decent headphones. They see you had a Best Buy. Yes, that like like the guys like you need to wear a mask. I'm like whatever. And then some other little dude walks up to me. He's like, hey, you got to wear a mask. Me in the store. I'm like whatever. And then he just started following me around. I'm like, you know what? I'm out of here. Just left.
2: God, you know, yeah. And like,
1: like still, the, you guys still
2: still. You guys are in a, a horrible, horrible <laughs> area. Yeah, like, yes. Like I, are. I, I absolutely feel very sorry for you. Um, and where you're at, because I know what it's like there. I have a really good friend that lives up there, and uh, I hear stories all the time. So, no. yeah, yeah, it's so bad, dude.
1: And I just, I don't know, I don't know. Tennessee's on the list for sure. Oh, it's, I mean,
2: it is so amazing yeah. here. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: I heard that they're pretty good on their their vaccine laws, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, ours are. Um, we're not one of those states that you know. Like, slipped it in in the cover of the night where the schools could vaccinate children without parents' permission yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you don't have that. The only thing I would say is if you're ever considering Tennessee, um, stay away from Memphis, mm. stay away from Nashville. Yeah, that's what I mean. uh Because those are very blue areas um, and very, you know, mass vaccinations the whole nine yards but if you are out away from that you'll be fine
1: i think like we're in such a like an echo chamber like a physical echo chamber that like Mm -hmm. what you guys consider like a really blue area i'd be like oh my god this is like this is like <laughs> cowboy land. Like this is like oh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's so crazy. Those
2: those two cities um, are like living in Portland. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I was yeah. just in Portland over the no, weekend thanks. too. Shout out to No Agenda. I was at No Agenda meetup over the weekend. You know, it was pretty cool. Um yeah. Really awesome folks. But yeah, I was so I was spent a little bit of time in Portland, and it's
0: I, I can't stand going to Portland anymore. Yes. Like I'll go there for an event, yeah. but it's yeah. like just get me you can't get me out quick, quick enough. Yeah. yeah, I, I pretty yeah, it
1: would yeah it, it's portland it's portland baby <laughs> that's wasn't the t- way
2: we are if we like drive into because we live outside of memphis and so like if we have to go to memphis for some reason we're both like oh my god like are we ready to go yet like can we get home now because it's a totally different world mm-hmm. totally different world. it's like you know 45 minute drive or, or an hour drive from where we're at but yeah Go in there. It's like night and day. Mm-hmm.
1: So, mm-hmm. so do you have any hope for 2022?
2: You know what I do? Because I'm a very um, spiritual person.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that more people are turning to uh, their spiritual side and they're becoming nicer and treating people with more respect and, you know, love and things like that. And I think that it requires that to have good things happen in the future. And so I am very positive about what's going to come.
1: Awesome. What about you, Ed? What do you think?
2: Oh, I I mean, I think I've said
0: it the whole time, we win, we win this Mm -hmm. thing. You know, I, I, and I also think, I I think it's going to get worse, but again, it's, Getting worse. What does that mean? We we've been living our best lives. It just gives us more purpose. Like I'm not worried, really.
3: Yeah.
2: Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. And if if you if you stand firm with your beliefs and your convictions, um, and like me, I believe in God, and so I know that my life is going to be perfect no matter what. Yes. You know, and so. I don't worry about things. I never let anything bother me. There's never any drama in my life or anything like that. I don't let the negative in. And so I just stay positive and stay focused all the time.
1: Yeah. 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 I think I I just, I think I just had like a really like, I had a kind of shitty weekend, man. Like I had like kind of a a very like, How'd you know. have
0: a shitty weekend if you went to a no agenda?
1: Well, I know. Event? Well that was great. That was a huge <laughs> highlight. But like, you know, I went to this uh recovery after, event. After, <laughs> Well, no, it was before. It was before, actually. I went to this recovery <laughs> event. They did like a big New Year's Eve thing, right? And like these this is like this is like my family, dude. Like how I got clean and sober, dude. Like these are the people that like, you know, scooped me up and embraced me and like mm-hmm. showed me how to be a good person and like showed me all these things about life, you know, and like Grabbed my hand, like, took me through the whole process, and, like, these are people i considered family for so long, dude, and I volunteered for this event, and I show up to the event early, because that's my thing, like, that's my thing, I just, I love going to these events, I love setting up, I love helping out, being on the committees, doing all that shit, and uh, I show up there, and I'm just, like, I can just feel the hate. Being like, because everybody's just like, immediately I immediately show up, like, this is a masked event, please wear your mask. And I'm not wearing a fucking mask, so I'm not wearing my mask. And it was just like, I could feel people's eyes just burning into me, dude, just pissed. And I'm like, you know what? I can't, I can't, I can't do this. And, and I left. And I'm like, this just breaks my heart, dude. I'm just like, I'm done. I need this in my life, you know, this is something I need in my yeah. life, but it's yeah. not available to me here. And it's just becoming more and more apparent that this place is not good for where I'm where I'm at, man. I just, I, I just had a really really, really awful weekend. And I'm just like looking at my life and I'm looking at, and it's like, I want, ah, man, you know, I, I'm just torn. I'm torn.
2: And you know, that's really sad. Um, when they destroy things like that, that are so beautiful and so yeah. helpful to so many people, but I will tell you there is always somebody out there to turn to, yeah. uh, to help with stuff like that. Yeah. And, and different groups or online groups or, you know whatever the case may be yeah
1: it's just frustrating i mean and yes there are people here that i still get along with in that community but it's just like god it just really pissed me off dude it really just i've been kind of shook this whole week i'm like dude i gotta get the fuck out of here man this place is just not mm. there's nothing there's nothing left man Except this, well, this table right here. This is this table is what's keeping me here. I swear to God, this is it right here.
0: And I got kids and family. I know, and dude. All kind of stuff. So I know. It's like it's not like a pick up a move. It's like you know. It's like I know. My daughter loves her school. She yeah. do it so well. Can She's, you imagine like, how happy she'd be in Texas? And classmates and you know, I I know, uh, but you know, it's just it's just like it's not as it's not just like a simple thing. Yeah. And I've I've mm-hmm. said with you, I've been with you. Like there's a lot of reasons to move, but there's also reasons to stay and fight. Mm. Mm-hmm. To, there's Almost. also reasons to 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 not just let this place go to, to like go, to yeah. stand up with with the rest of the people that, that stand with us because we're not alone. We're not alone.
2: Right. Know, it's man. like California. The um I have a lot of friends that live in California and you know they have decided that of course they could move but they're going to stay and stick it out and try to make things better. And yeah. I think one way to do that is getting involved in at the local level yep yep.
1: oh so, I mean, yeah i that's the other thing too man it's just kind of kind of frustrating okay so then i just need to do more i need to double down i feel like i was so heavily involved with activism of the first like, oregonians for medical
0: freedom is looking for board members you
1: know i've been so I, I just poured my heart and soul into the last couple of years and like nothing like it just
2: whatever i would totally do stuff like that but whoo can you imagine me running for office
0: that's what we need. That's what we need. It's true. It's
1: Jesus. true.
2: Ooh, no, they would not like me at a meeting.
1: <laughs> no, I think, I think your opinion is very valuable. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that, yeah. uh, you know, I actually, I did completely disagree. I think that we need very firm people with very firm convictions, very firm beliefs. You know, that's one thing integrity? that we don't have enough of, yeah. integrity. Yeah. You know? like, like people, and to get I'm, involved in, 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 in local politics or whatever, like I just don't. Right it's either they're they're bought into the official agenda 2030 narrative or they're 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 spineless or they're bought off i mean i just i just don't maybe there's just no solution there's no political solution i don't know i'm convinced that there's no political solution i don't know i'm
2: i'm definitely one of those people that you can't buy off yeah and uh i definitely have a spine so yeah <laughs> yeah Ooh, I don't have a filter though that's the no problem <laughs> That's no that's great that's great you need filterless
1: love, it. love it. filterless and fearless people yeah. in these spots and really just stick it to them and tell them how it is and may, and and you know the more we we hit them with the uncomfortable truth then the maybe we'll break through I don't know you know, we were talking to Matt Baker, um, our friend down in San Diego, who just I know, ex- Matt. yeah, you know Matt, he just like excoriated yeah. the San San Diego City Council, right? And he's just saying that like, like that's one of the most powerful and passionate things I've ever seen in my life. And he was mm-hmm. saying that those city council members are just sitting there on their phone, like just like just like laughing, yeah, under their like masks. they're not
2: even like, paying attention. Yeah, don't even care. That's well, and that's like, why
0: he, That's why his his. What he said, yeah. at why he said it. Because yeah. he was like, these guys are spouting all kinds of facts for like, and granted, yeah. it was like for like nine hours or something yeah. like that. And he's mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, but yeah. he's like, you know, at this point, I need to wake these fuckers up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> right. They need to hear what I'm saying, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, There's, he's definitely not a quiet individual. I was no. actually watching him uh, live last night with uh, my buddy from White Rabbit, and they oh, yeah. had, um, open schools now his name is max something he's a 17 year old kid uh, that lives in california he could literally tell you every bill that's on the table out there now um what the bill is where the money's gonna go to he knows more than any adult that i know
3: Mm.
2: knows about stuff and i was like holy moly yeah, I was at I was at
1: a little freedom meetup here not too long ago, and there was a kid that was like, uh, I think he said he was eighteen, seventeen or eighteen too, and he was just like st- like they they brought him up on stage, and he was just citing all this like case law and stuff, and referring mm-hmm. to like actual like you know cases and all this stuff. I'm like, whoa, damn! So I don't know.
2: Watch out. Yeah, and see mm-hmm. that's that's awesome because, um, like I will say, my daughter is is a mini me, <laughs> um, but our son is the opposite, mm-hmm. and he is very go with the flow, do what I'm told, you know, compliant sheeple type mm-hmm. person. And I was like, Ooh, I'm not I'm like, I don't know about the hope for future generations. And I started seeing these kids come up and I'm like, Holy smokes. Like, where did they learn this stuff? That's fantastic. I don't mm-hmm. know if their parents are teaching them, you know, about politics and getting them involved in stuff or where it's coming from. But Kudos to them. Yeah. It's fantastic.
1: Awesome. Well, maybe there is hope. You know, we're, we can set that ne- the next generation up for victory. You know, we can we can mm-hmm. push as hard as that's we can. What this
3: is
2: all about man.
1: And, and oh we yeah, have to take this the is reins. all about. You know, yeah. we need to get yeah. them out of these public schools. I mean, we got to get them out of the masks. We got to make sure their bodies stay intact so they can f- take this fight into the next the next hundred years. So, I mean, you know?
0: I am on this microphone because the the that's world it. they want to give my kids is just unacceptable. Nah,
1: you're not, not yeah. gonna happen. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Nope. There are hills all over the place, and we came to die on them, man. Like yeah. that's it. That's it. That's Bring right. it. And for all the Homeland Security people that are hanging out and listening, so badass. Like, just love it. Like, like I hope you learned something tonight, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, we we come in absolute peace. Like, we're not here to stir the pot. We're here to maybe. We're well, here to stir, know, the, stir pot, the pot, but 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 <laughs> in peace, peacefully. Speak for peace, her show. We're here to peacefully stir, stir the pot. Point out how hypocritical and insane you are, and I hope that you toss and turn at night, knowing that you're defending. Uh, a legion of pedophiles and criminals and pieces of shit come join us we're the good guys don't defend quit quit defending the bad guys you know what i'm saying like like what's up with that what
2: are you You chicken shit come on come well, to the good and the side good, and the good thing is that since they are listening to us at all times Hello, CIA, FBI, and <laughs> hey NSA guys people and gals. Um, Excuse me. And so you, they should
1: already know how nice we are. So there you yeah, go, dude. You can look at all my text messages. It's great. <laughs> it's nothing but love, dude. It's nothing but love. <laughs> it's insane. And I'm the bad guys. And you know, you know. I mean, you know, you know. <laughs> you know. I mean, I'm seeing all these cases about all these CIA agents that are getting cases dismissed for like child porn and stuff. Like mm-hmm. we know who you guys are. Yeah. We know who you guys are. That's probably your buddy. You probably, but your buddy went down for looking at kitty porn. Sorry, dude. Dude, you didn't take it out on me? That's some chicken shit bullshit, man. Sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) There we go. Okay. Well, shoot, Janet. Any final thoughts here?
2: My final thoughts are be kind to everybody. And I'm going to repeat a phrase that one of my guests said because I love it. Learn to live through your soul and not your ego. Hmm. And so those are words to live by because once you learn how to treat other people and how you want to be treated and you fix what is wrong with you, then you can turn around and help to fix society. So there you go. There you go. As our
1: friend Maj Touré says, your ego is not your amigo. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful, Janet. Well, Janet, tell tell listeners where they can find you.
2: You can find my podcast, Deplorable Nation, on mm-hmm. every podcast platform, as well as Alt Media United and Actual Activists, plural, nice. dot com. Nice. Uh, shout out to Mr. Matt Landman. Yes, shout out to Matt. I love Matt. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Deplorable Janet, and you can find me on account number six <clears throat> on Twitter <laughs> at no Janet K-N-O-W.
1: Damn, there it is, no Janet, the deplorable one, Janet, you know the one, the deplorable Janet. Awesome, that's the one. That's it. <laughs> all right, Janet, well, thank you so much for sitting in with us. This is so cool. We'll have yeah. to just check in as this story continues to un- develop, and keep us updated about all the um, exciting stuff going on in Tennessee. I guess so.
2: We'll do it. Thank all you right. very much for having me. Of course, thank you. Thanks,
1: Janet. Have a great have a night. night.
2: Have a good one, guys. Bye, bye.
1: Another love- good friend in yep. the in the. Yep. Just 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 po- putting little like pins in the map just like yeah, okay totally poof, got another totally. one in tennessee it's like we, just got we literally will man. have
0: uh like the underground railroad if yep. we need it yep like it'll it'll be all built for us it's already there yeah.
1: it's yeah. already there man it's yeah. all of you out there all of you that are listening i hope you're networking as well you know um whether you're in like different like communities um if you're uh in freedom cells you know whatever it is like in your local community like there's probably stuff going on i uh, hear like the next door or not next door what is it uh Maybe next door. I can't remember. Some other app that like shows you like other people that are nearby or the meetup app. I think that's what it was. Meetup. The meetup, it's just an app you have on your phone. and tells you like local stuff. Like, you know, so guys just find community, find your people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like send us an email if you want. Uh, yeah, we're,
0: we're about to, uh, meet up with our freedom cell for the first time yep. in a long time. There you go. So, um, I'm really excited for that. So yeah, yeah, really you guys. And if you haven't done something like that, it is I, I remember the first time I walked into a freedom cell. Like And we went to the Portland one, and yeah. it was just like, oh, my God, I'm home. My, my people yep. are here. When you're around people that, like, understand all this and what's going on, mm-hmm. and, like, it's just – it's, it, there's something to it, man. Yep. There's something to it.
1: Especially if you're in like a, you know, a, a, city blue, or a blue city, a blue yeah. city, like in one of, a lot of these blue cities are like, you know, it's rainy out, dude, it's snowing, it's shitty weather, like it's super bumming out, dude. Like you guys heard in the episode, dude, I'm just bummed out, dude. You know? And I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And, and and maybe the answer isn't just packing up and moving to the sunny beaches of Florida. Like, I don't know. That's <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. I literally... <laughs> want to just our
0: listeners have heard us say so many times <sighs> that we're going to leave and then we're going to stay
1: <laughs> I, I know you're I
0: just, just hearing like where we're at at like the
1: at this, moment at this, at this moment, moment in this in time moment, I'm this is
0: how I'm feeling to, and like dude I've said it so many I'm times taking, too and like there's so many and there's the cadence that they're that they're using against us also yeah. right like the cadence of bullshit and, and, which I may be with you like in a couple of days because yep. we're about to have the Supreme Court look over the uh, yeah. the 100 plus employees yep. uh, man well, max there's, mandate
1: there's, there's that and then um, Kate brown just re- renewed the mask mandate to like june
0: no th- that was the uh the emergency declaration well, but the, the mask mandate is same is, is became indefinite oh yeah by so it's, oregon, it's, forever. OSHA. So it's yeah, forever we're, we're indefinitely it's required to have masks indoors in oregon yay but at the same time though i I'm, i heard your experience at best buy but what i've been noticing is is there's just more and more people unmasked everywhere I go. yeah everywhere everywhere best best i go. Buy, dude,
1: like maybe yeah, yeah dude oh. just
0: fuck best buy
1: Best Buy. You guys, you, you, shout out to True Trucella Mind Militia. No more shopping at Best Buy. But they're, you know what? Burnt. They they're
0: they're might done. not be in their place. It you know? doesn't matter. It, it's doesn't just matter. these employees. Oh, yeah. Just these, like, little, these little cups. These pockets of like. Yes.
1: If you, if, if you have a friend working at Best Buy in Springfield, Oregon, tell them there are a bunch of little spineless cuts. <laughs> All of them. Every single one of them. Yeah. Especially the dude at the door. <laughs> the yellow shirt. Spineless spineless cups. Best Buy Springfield, Oregon. <laughs> okay, okay,
0: okay. <laughs> well, uh, let's move and ride along. Get some positivity because yes. um, we love you guys, yes. and uh, thank you for sitting through another episode with us. We got yes. some big things coming up. Oh yeah, um, a lot of fun stuff. We're gonna mm-hmm. commemorate uh, our. Well, I this will have been out
1: by then. So, well, yeah. but but yeah. hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I hope <laughs> I hope it actually went through. I hope that <laughs> a door didn't get kicked in, and <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. You know, it's going to be great for show ratings. Like, I was, that was part of me oh. my idea in, like, making that flyer that said, like, the virtual insurrections. Cause, like, I wouldn't mind, like, an FBI case. Like, that would be awesome, dude. Front page. Like I don't want an FBI uh, case. Podcaster Scott Armstrong from the Truth Zilla podcast is uh, being arrested and taken to a gulag. I'll be like, yes.
0: I don't give a shit about <laughs> ratings. I just want to help people and wake people well, that, up. Well, that'd be a great way and, to uh,
1: maybe I should try to get an FBI case started. No FBI, Scott, he should not FBI. Come, 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 just come interrogate me. You don't have to charge me anything. Just come interrogate me, and then that'll give me some street cred. That'll give I some want serious cred.
0: I, this is the first time I've wanted a physical distance since <laughs> okay, since, okay. The, since the lockdown. Ed's Scott. done nothing.
1: Ed's done nothing. Like you guys might like come come talk to me. And we'll we'll figure six feet, out. motherfucker. <laughs> oh headlines baby. All right, Make all right. It hey, well,
0: we love you guys. Thanks for sitting through another episode. Um. Yeah, we'll catch you here soon, yep. and we wish you all intellectual prosperity.